to another another episode of ANS Let's Talk. Today's episode is gonna be Let's Talk About TV Shows. Whoa! I'm very excited for this episode. It's like the time has come. <laughs> to be a massive nerd. Um so I'm trying to think how to get into it. Okay, so well, obviously at the end of our last um podcast we were talking about a show that I wanted Shannon to watch called The Irregulars on Netflix. Yeah. Um so I thought it would be a good place to start off like reviewing that, like what you thought of it. We already know what I thought of it. One of the best shows ever. Um but yeah, I just let's like talk about that for a bit. Oh, I'm just gonna point out maybe some spoiler alerts. So like if like just be careful guys, like if you don't wanna listen to all the spoilers then probably skip this bit until you find the next bit on the podcast. But yeah. oh That's my a god, good shout, actually, yeah, yeah, it's the worst. I oh my, I really enjoyed it, but I hate the ending because I hate cliffhangers and I want to know what happens and now I have to wait until season two. Yeah, so yeah, if you don't know um what the irregulars is about. It's basically based on the Baker Street Irregulars from the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle books. Um, same person that did Sherlock Holmes. Um, it's about a group of kids that like get together and they solve crimes on behalf of Sherlock Holmes. Oh but my! The... Like, I-, I didn't know there was so much like history about. It. I didn't even know there was a book for it. Oh! Oh yeah! 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 Um, but I'm not going to turn this into Alyssa talking about Sherlock Holmes. But I guess it's kind of acceptable at the moment. Um, but it's like a horror, like sci-fi, Victorian era type thing. It's really good. And for me, what I liked is um, the the adaptation of like Sherlock Holmes in the TV show is completely different to how he's like kind of been presented in other adaptations of him before. Like the BBC show Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch is completely different because it's focusing on like different aspects of his personality have you um you're you're saying all these shows but i I, i'm like what i've never watched that but i watched have you heard of you've heard of Romeo and juliet right of course you know there's a sherlock Romeo and juliet yeah i watched that and that's what i think of (laughs) it it was all right like, the Sherlock one was a bit boring, but the first Nummy and Juliet was quite good. Oh, yeah. Top tier, uh, that one. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I may came much it, you know. It's so, it is a good film, to be fair. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Cliffhangers are the worst. Like, obviously, we all know the best character in the show is obviously Prince Leopold, played by <laughs> Harrison Osterfield and... We all know that I've kind of got a massive crush on him, but hey-ho, it's all, all good. Yeah. Might be able to meet him, you know, after Corona. Oh, God, that... imagine. Yeah, oh you'll God. go to him. Prince Leopold, can I have your autograph? I know. Oh, my God, that would be so cute, but that ending broke my heart. Like, oh, because... I know. Like, that's why I don't like watching TV shows until, like, a few years later, because then that means I will... I won't have to wait for like a new season. Like, have you watched um, Have you seen The Witcher? I have not. Oh, it was really good, but there's a um, well, they're waiting for like the next season, and it's right. been like a year, and so it, it frustrates me because like I I like the regulars, but now I have to wait until the next season. Like same with um, the next series show we're going to talk about. Riverdale. Oh, we'll get on that in a minute. But one last thing on your regulars as well that I think you might find really interesting is that it was actually filmed in Liverpool. Was it? (laughs) Yeah. There's actually actually like a big um, what's the word? Is it like mural? Mural? I can't say that word. Basically, it's like a big um graffiti like wall, and it's like the irregulars, and it glows in the dark. And I'm hoping, obviously, like. Covid, like, buggers off. Yeah, like you know when like Covid isn't 
like affecting travel and stuff. So, um, to wrap up on this little quick review of Irregulars, it's a really good, interesting show. Harrison Osterfield is amazing. <laughs> Liverpool. And, Liverpool! Um, it's a really cool adaptation. I recommend you all go watch it. If you're into stuff like that, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, wow, that sounds really British. That's like a proper like British <laughs> phrase, isn't it? Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. I'd have coffee instead. No, no, tea, tea, all the way. Um, I, I don't like either, you know. Oh, no, tea's nice. <laughs> yeah, um, oh. But yeah, Irregulars, brilliant. Um, go to it on Netflix. Yeah, don't get too annoyed because of the cliffhanger, though. Because, oh my, that's really frustrating. It's sad. Like I honestly, that Billie Eilish song that's in it, oh I found it after after I'd watched it. I thought, oh my god, this song's really good, but I have no idea who sings it. And I was really shocked to find find out it was a Billie Eilish song because, like, never really listened to any of her stuff. I thought, oh my yeah. god, this song's so good. The song, like when that happened, I actually started crying. No, no, no. At the end, when oh, B went to god. the doctor, that yeah. went. Oh, that made me cry. She's like, like the bit oh. big where she was like, um, what is it? How how do you stop? Like, she's like, when you love someone, but it hurts too much. How, how do, do you, you stop, stop loving, loving them? Ah, oh. it's like you don't want it. I wanted to throw a chair out for that like line <laughs> because that made me so sad that I didn't want. To, I didn't cry it <laughs> all the way through it. And at the end. She bloodied it. I'm like, oh my god! I, I just wanted to throw an absolute no. fridge at her. And she's like, um, oh, what was it? What was it else that she said? She was like, why does everyone leave me? <laughs> oh my god! Don't I know. Oh, like, I'm not going anywhere. But new friendship, I love it. Oh, no, but he was so, the doctor. I swear to God, I wanted. He oh, was such a bummer for half of it. Yeah, really bad at the I end. Think- like, his character development was definitely a be- the best. Like, that's one bit I found yeah. really interesting about the show, actually, is that um, they made him gay. Yeah. I thought that was, like, a really cool... Um, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for, but I thought that was, like, a... I thought that was cool, because obviously, like, it being, like, Victorian era... Yeah. Obviously, stuff like that was very... Um, I can't think of the word, but mine's like... Taboo. Yeah, that's a good word for it, yeah. So I thought it was good that they kind of um, like layered that in with the story. I thought that was really good. Um, yeah, I- I'm glad they did that because I feel like a lot of TV shows, like really good ones, like they don't want to include like people like from that community. I-, I would say it, but I always get muddled up. So... Yeah. Like, I just... You know, I found it cool that they did that. And it was nice. I like that. It was a very nice touch, but yeah. Um, Wrapping up on the regulars. Brilliant. Go stream it on Netflix. It's very... 10 out of 10. No, 9 out of 10. If they had the next season ready. Yeah. Need to get that season going and then... Yeah, we'll be sorted. Um, So, moving on. So, we're going from Irregulars. It's like top tier amazingness Mm -hmm. to Riverdale I'm trying to think let's do like a bit of a backstory of Riverdale Uh, came out in 2017 you've done your research here how's it actually to be fair the only reason I remember it coming out in 2017 is because I remember, like, watching it when I'd go to look after my nana and stay over at my nana's. Um, so I remember watching that. And I liked it because the first season was so good. Yeah. I love the whole uh, murder mystery stuff like that. It's so good. And obviously, yeah. Cole Sprouse was a legend because, obviously, he was on Disney Channel. Um, so it's cool to see, like, him back in the... The acting game while well, yeah. it sounds really cringe. Um, the limelight. <laughs> yeah. And the first season was really good. Um, there were cringy bits though. Oh yeah. So <sighs> obviously Riverdale is inspired by 
the Archie comics. Um, yeah, I knew that. I actually knew that one. Yeah, so obviously Jughead, Archer, um, trying to think of all the other characters. They were all Veronica. Yeah. Cheryl. Cheryl. Oh, oh Jason Blossom. Yeah. Penelope Blossom. I know, and you've got the South Side Serpents. I know. Oh, God. And obviously Jughead's dad, who's... um. J- JP? SP. Oh, oh same um, But obviously he's... um. Oh, I can't think of his actor's name. Ski Ulrich, I think it is. But he's a bit of like horror movie facts. Um, he obviously plays um, Billy Loomis in the first Scream film. So that I always find that really cool because, yeah, I love horror films, especially Scream. Like, oh, I like, like horror films. Because I, like, um, I can sometimes it sounds really bad, but sometimes they're really just funny. It's like, yeah. oh, you're gonna run down in the basement. That's so dumb. You don't run in the basement. Are oh, you meant to escape? Use a spoon? I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I was watching um the first Scream film the other day with my mum and my dad. Ooh. And Neve Campbell. Wait, it is Neve Campbell. Yeah, it is Neve Campbell. Um, who obviously who plays Sydney Prescott, who's like the main like survivor girl in the Scream film. Mm-hmm. She's like, um, horror films are so stupid and all of this like why why run upstairs when you can like run out the front door if the killer's in the house and I know stuff like that and there's a guy who's like a character in it who talks about like the the horror movie slasher um oh what do you call it like the recipe yeah like um you know never go anywhere by yourself um like if you have sex you're gonna die and stuff like that (laughs) we like a horror film yeah do all of that and yeah it was just funny because they just like they take knowledge of like that um recipe and they kind of follow it as well which is funny because yeah horror films are great but yeah back onto Riverdale but even more scary oh uh, <laughs> more scary no <laughs> I mean <laughs> well it kind of is I mean really <laughs> well Let's face it, some of the seasons are a bit, like, terrifying. Uh, in a yeah, all the cringiness is terrifying. Exactly. You're like, my cherry bomb! <laughs> the random bloody mu- music n- musical numbers. Yeah, oh my god. Like, what was it? They were doing a play or something. Oh, oh the, was... mu- the musical episodes. Oh, yeah. don't even get me started on them. Like what is this? Like no. What? I've I don't think I've ever known a series to do three musical episodes. Like never. Why do one? What What's the point? I mean, I'm trying to think of all the shows that I know that have got musical episodes, and off the top of my head, I can only think of two that are actually really good. Um. Obviously, Grey's Anatomy has a musical episode. If you've not seen Grey's Anatomy, I recommend no. that. It's very good. Um, I will watch it yeah. eventually after Atypical. Yeah. Um, they do a really good musical episode. And it fits in with the storyline. Like, the thing with a musical episode, it needs to fit in with, like, the storyline and the songs and what's going on. So that's a good one. And obviously... um. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, their musical episode is phenomenal. Um, and that's really good. Um, but Riverdale just does three. They've got three musical episodes and they have all of these like random musical like numbers randomly. Yeah. And I just think sometimes the show, like you actually forget that they're supposed to be like 16 years old. Mm. And the fact that like Veronica Lodd, she owns what, what does she call it like speakeasy. Yeah, and like she owns like the the uh, diner as well. Yeah, at sixteen, it's like shut up. That is not even gonna happen. Exactly. Like I get like a dad, some kind of like I don't even know like rich like billionaire. 
Yeah, like whatever he is. But oh, come on. I I just oh, it's just so many cringy moments, and then with the recent season, oh, they all went off like <laughs> off doing stuff, and now there's like moth men the flying moth about. Man. Imagine, imagine being attacked by a moth. It's like, oh, I've been attacked by the moth man. You know what oh. it like when I was watching, you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember like that like really weird time on the internet where like there was all of a sudden like these moth memes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's what it reminds me of. It kinda oh my god, this might sound very dark, but when I was younger, it, and it's more, it's about fairies, but because moths and fairies both have wings, so it, it just same thing technically. <laughs> okay. But I watched this thing on YouTube because I was like seven and I, I wish I didn't have like access to like a laptop, but I had access to a laptop. And I typed in on YouTube, are fairies real? <laughs> and then this guy came up and it looked like, it did look like a fairy. Like, for a seven year old, it's like, oh my God, it's a fairy. But right. he edited it. And uh, he went, let's play some games with the fairies. Okay, let's play, um, you know, when you get like, Oh, like if you've had turkey and you get like the turkey bone and you make a wish, yeah, you basically grab the legs of the fairies and ripped them apart and then, oh, let's make a wish. And then the fairy started screaming, and then <laughs> oh, like, what? And then he ripped the wings off her as another game and then popped her head off. Oh I was like, god. oh my god, I was crying. Oh my god. It's funny now <laughs> looking back at it, traumatizing. But, yeah, I was crying. I went to my mum and dad, and um. I tried to find the video like a few months ago, <laughs> but I think his YouTube channel got taken down. I bet. <laughs> and it was up for years. And honestly, it is. If I find the video, I'm definitely showing you it. Yeah. But because I, because we're nearly adults now, as a seventeen-year-old, not a seventeen, <laughs> as a seven-year-old, I was. No, I. I just wanted to cry. I, I did cry. And then my mum and dad kind of, like, oh, it's okay. But I think it was kind of funny yeah. as well. <laughs> because oh, it and it was it just reminds me of it. I don't know why, the Riverdale Mothman. Yeah. It's like the first two seasons were really good. Because um, also like the murder of Jason Blossom ended up being his dad. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um <laughs> Yeah. And it was good because, you know, it was like a just nice, easy show to watch. And season two um, was okay. You know, they had like the weird Carrie musical and then you had like Cheryl Blossom who started like drawing and like sending like pig's hearts to people. I know. And that was weird. And then obviously you had the Black Hood that went to yeah. that his dad. I know. Why is it everybody's dance? Exactly. Oh and my then God. season three, um, possibly the worst one in my opinion. You had the gargoyle king. I know. Like that just looked like so. Like you know when kids build a fart out of sticks and stuff and yeah. took like a raggy blanket they found in like the grass. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. I know. Honestly, it gives me, like, Bridge of Terabithia feels. Have you ever seen that film? No, but send it me and I'll watch it. Well, you'll cry. You will cry. Oh, my God. There's no no cliffhanger, is there, for it? Um, I don't think so. It is a kid's film, but it's probably, like, the saddest kid's film I've ever seen. I don't mind crying if there's no cliffhanger. If there's a cliffhanger, I won't be impressed. <laughs> the, film, the film will drop down for me. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it is. It's it, it that I recommend that film. That's a good film to watch. To be fair, it's just it. sad at the end. Um, but yeah, so the gargoyle king, and they obviously had the farm that was oh. really weird, and you had like his daughter that was actually his wife who was yeah. like 30 years old but she was still enrolled into high schools all over the country yeah like it just with the farm because like it was so like repetitive like the farm is not a good place but they can't do anything until exactly. like yeah and so it really really irritates me like just 
body. And I was like, just kidnap him and hide him and then, like, I don't know, get them therapy so they're fine again. But Yeah. And then the fingers got knocked off with the big rocket. Oh, God, yeah, that was weird. I know. He, he dressed up in, like, an Elvis suit. To go to go into this rocket. Oh yeah, and then he was it was it Betty's mummy fight for him or was yeah, because she because she was an undercover FBI informant. Yeah, and where was that even? Like, she's not an undercover FBI informant now. Exactly. There's no mention of it. It just happened. Like, I'm an undercover FBI agent. Wrong. Exactly. It is so weird. And then obviously you've got um the Stonewall prep. Oh. I mean, I found that kind of good, to be fair. I thought it was an okay season. It's just, it was also really cringy. Like, the storyline yeah. was good, but then they just fit, fill it with um Riverdale cringe. Yeah, because um, I liked it, but then I hated the people in it because they were meant to be arseholes. Exactly. So I didn't like the arseholes. I know, it's so funny. And then obviously you've got the time jump, where it's seven years in the future. And yeah. Like, the only thing that really bugs me though is like Veronica was married, and all of a sudden, like, as soon as she turned to Riverdale and she saw Archie again, the marriage. Okay. I mean, the marriage was obviously falling apart anyway. Um, but like, it fell apart as soon as she got to Riverdale, divorced him, and then like started hooking up with Archie again. I know, I'm like, oh, I hated the fact, because Riverdale, I've got a big problem with Riverdale, <laughs> every time, like, it's the end of the season, right, so they do a big finale, and then you find out in, like, so, like, season one, big finale, yeah. then season two, and it just completely goes, like, yes, everything was discovered, and then that was over, now onto the new plot. No, and the fact that, like, they put, I actually kind of liked how they put Betty and Archie together, like finally. Yeah. And and then they just like put him back with Veronica. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, because at first I really liked Betty and Archie together, but then like I kind of like um, Betty and Jughead. I felt like because they were both writers and both like newspaper people. Yeah. But then now Tabitha, whatever her name is, Timothy, yeah. like she's trying to get in with Jughead. I'm like, no, just. Can I just go back to who, like, who they were going to be with before, like, yeah. this season? Because it's like... But I feel like, obviously, Jughead's, like, a bit of a mess at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's been kidnapped. I know, he's missing. The Mothman has struck again. <laughs> oh, I bet you it's that guy, you, with the fairy people. I bet you he took him. <laughs> oh, and the, fact that, like, the fact that you, like, they still have, like, that bunker as well. It's just I mental. Know. Like, that was from the Gargoyle <laughs> thing. And when did Penelope get arrested? Like, Cheryl's mum? So she handed herself in, didn't she? So why did she escape? Why did she want to escape? She handed herself in. Not a clue. But the thing that always struck me about Penelope Blossom, so, you know, like, after it came out that, like, um, the Black Hood was back and um, Chick was the Gargoyle King... And stuff yeah. like that, and it was Penelope Blossom behind it all. Yeah. Like, after if you watch like the next episodes following that season, she's like still in Riverdale, and like she doesn't really go into hiding because she's like still out, and like no one's bloody arrested her. Yeah. And she literally like killed Betty's dad, and like bloody put him through all of like them like weird trials in the woods. I know. Too right. I know, like, the, the trials were really weird and kind of creepy, but the dresses they wore were really nice. I like the dresses. I know yeah. that isn't relevant that much, yeah. but I really like the dresses. Right. But, no, like, yeah, she killed him. To be fair, he did go kill other people, like, loads of them. Yeah. It's a bit weird. And then Chick, Chick always just, he has, like, one of those faces you just don't like, you know? I know. I know he's with, like, Charles. But he's dead married. now. Yeah. Like, so what? Weird. That marriage lasted longer, didn't it? I know. That's so weird. And his mum was, like, a part of, like, getting them married. Honestly, you know, like, 
honestly, I, I couldn't live with a mum. Imagine if Riverdale's a real thing. That was my yeah. mum. I'd honestly just leave. Like, no, I'd go back in the room. I wouldn't I come out. I'd, I'd, I'd do a jughead from the first season and go live at the cinema. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd stay in. I wouldn't come out. Honestly, like, it's just. Oh God, she just. She really that woman. Because sometimes she's all right. That woman, she just really just annoys me. And I don't, like, they're always changing her character. Sometimes she's an arsehole. Yeah. Sometimes she's all right. And then she never, it might sound bad, she never pays attention to Betty. No. Only pays attention to uh, Charles and the other one. And the twins. Yeah. (laughs) And the twins are little demons, too. Yeah. weird. And, like, oh, my God, wait. There was, like, oh. There's like a weird horror film like with twins or something. But remind me of that. The Shining. I think so. <laughs> and they're just they're there. But imagine if you wake up and you see the two twins just looking at you from outside your window or something. You'd want to kick them in the face. Like yeah. the demon children. It's like, oh yeah, let's stab yeah. this man. <laughs> let's stab him. Come on. Pushing man. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh I and I hated that because it's like it's just Riverdale. Oh, I don't know. I'll still watch it because it's just funny. Yeah. But yeah, it it it's one of these that like started off so strong, and then it went terrible into like, a shit show. Yeah, like yeah. Game of Game of Thrones. Oh my god. Yeah. I, at the end. Oh. Exactly. Like. Oh, have you seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, I've seen Game of Thrones. Fuck's all done. Um, but it's like when season eight came out, like, um, oh, it's only like two years ago now, wasn't it? Wow. That's yeah. Amazing. Um, I remember like the first episode of season eight came out, and like my dad and my brother kept telling me to like, oh, watch Game of Thrones, watch Game of Thrones. Um, now I should have been revising for my um, GCSEs. <laughs> Um, but I ended up watching Game of Thrones all seven seasons in the space of two weeks. That's one of my oh. proudest proudest accom- accomplishments ever. In two weeks. In two weeks, I was. When you're like an hour long. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It took me and came like at least like nearly two months, maybe was, one month. I was so proud of myself. I mean, I did revise as well, but um, yeah, out like, it was great. And I thought, oh my god, it's really good. And then I was like, season seven was like insane, like where like Santa goes back to Winterfell and the Battle of the Bastards, and oh my god, it was so good. And <laughs> yeah. Thought, like I've just like committed to the like, past two weeks of my life to get ready for season eight, so I can watch it with my dad and my brother. And it was a massive, massive letdown. Yeah, and at the end, like, oh. Oh God! It just it, that it that depressed me. Like that was, and oh, uh, because with um with Riverdale, um at first I didn't like I watched it you know normal yeah and then I had to re-watch everything with Kane so yeah. I had to start again and then I just thought you know how they did a long break because of Corona yeah. I just thought, oh, I'm not watching it anymore. It's kind of crap now, anyways. And then he, he's making me watch it because we started it now, and that's what happened with um, Game of Thrones. Cause yeah, I think he had already seen up to so many seasons, so he rewatched it with me. Right. And then we, oh, I got like bored. I'm like, oh god, the seasons are kind of going downhill now. Yeah. And like, then we had to finish it. Like season eight, just like that, just proper irritated me i remember watching it and we were like what the what the hell has just gone on in that <laughs> but i remember because it was like april when that finished yeah um, but and avengers endgame was also like released i'm sure it was like released i went to see it like a few days after game of thrones had finished or afterwards on oh my god it's like the fact that like they just proper rushed game of thrones at the end yeah. Like, after, like, the fans had waited so long for it, and then you had, like, Avengers Endgame that the fans had waited so long for, and it was just, like, 
the perfect way to like tie up the Infinity Saga was oh, she was what? so beautiful. Was um season eight when that the queen the, the queen he was a bit of a knob, and then they were like shame shame. Do you remember that? Oh, I think I think that might have been. Mm, I'm not sure what season that was, but season eight was the last season, so it's where um, Daenerys Targaryen ends up going to Winterfell, and like all yeah. Starks meet up. Um, <laughs> Stark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting um, I'm not referencing Marvel. Oh my god, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like they all meet up, and then she ends up going to King's Landing, and like a dragon's basically burned down the entire of King's Landing. Um the Ice King like that was like a consistent like lead up to like this massive villain to have this like massive yeah. fight. And it just didn't. Like you just ended up getting killed in like two seconds, which was mm-hmm. really annoying after like they were building him up to be like this massive like villain and it just flopped completely. Yeah. And then Obviously, Fionn Greyjoy was died, and that was sad. Um, Do you want to know who really annoyed me in Game of Thrones? Go on. That little... So there was two. The little shit who, like... Oh. Arya. Oh, she was all right. It was... She was all right, and then she changed into a little shit. But you had the one who, like, chopped off someone's nuts or something. That guy. And then the one... <laughs> He was blind. He really pissed me off. Oh, um, oh, Bran. Yeah. Thrown from the tower in the first episode. Yeah, that little shit. I get like he got thrown out of the tower, but why are you being such a little shit? He really pissed me off. Yeah, and like he he ended up becoming like he ended up becoming like king, didn't he? Yeah. And then, oh. Oh my god! And then the the guy he chopped off that guy's nuts, like, oh, what was he? And he he was meant to marry someone who was dead big or something. Yeah, like that. That's another thing. Um, like the fact that Cersei, um, like ended up dying with a brother, and like the fact that a brother was with oh, what was her name? You know, like the. Oh, she calls you know, like the lady that was like the knight or something. Yeah, I can't think of a name. Oh, um, the knight lady. Yeah. Oh, um, Brienne of Tarth. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, like he was with her, and I thought, oh my god, you know, like he's finally not with his weird sister. Um, no. And then he goes back to what, and then they die together. I'm like, the fact that everyone hated Cersei as much as they hated um a son Joffrey. Oh. That was like the most when oh when he died that was that was something else. Uh, Like Joffrey was a little little shit too. Yeah, that's why his death was satisfying. Yeah, Uh, he was the guy who did. I don't know what he was called. He did, you know, chop off. He he captured that guy like one of the starts, but. He wasn't actually a Stark. He was like adopted or something. Jon Snow. No, the other one. I think he was blonde, and then he he turned into like a proper. Um, he went a bit nuts because he got captured for so long. Oh, Fionn Greyjoy. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy who captured him. Oh. He. I don't like him. He... Wait, do you mean the Boltons from season yeah, seven? That, yeah, that that guy. Oh, I hated him. That was the guy who chopped off his nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I didn't like him. Yeah, I know. Fion was actually Oh, he was such a good character though. He was a I good know. Character. I didn't like the Boltons though. No. I don't think anybody did. No. I I was ashamed because they had to use my town. Oh. <laughs> oh right. I know. I was like, oh no. I just I just loved it when like they always used to shout like oh what was it they used to shout like because obviously they're all like from the north they always used to go like to the north and like they used <laughs> yeah. to shout it oh the night is long and something yeah. dark and obviously that. the theme song was so iconic as well I remember just like screaming that that was fun you need to watch The Witcher it's it's a bit like Game of Thrones yeah but it, 
it, it's all right. And then there's like cliffhangers, so it's annoying. Right. But I'll what add it I, to the list. Yeah. What I didn't like about what I don't like about a lot of shows in general, including Riverdale, <laughs> there's so much sex in it. I know. Oh, don't get excited on Riverdale. Like Game of Thrones, the boning all the time. Oh. The Witcher, boning all the time. <laughs> Riverdale, the boning all the time. Like I don't. The regulars wasn't that bad. No. But all the time that, like, if you're angry at me, let's have sex. If you're sad, let's have. That's Riverdale and tea. Oh my god, yeah, it really is. Not seeing you in ten years. I'll come my place and you can have a shag. No, <laughs> it's so annoying. I like. I don't want to see. It, it makes me physically, physically uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't, like. You don't see it, but just no. You meant to be like sixteen-year-olds. Exactly. That's the thing with Riverdale. Like they're literally supposed to be like our age and like younger. Like, yeah. Exactly what season you picking from? And they're just like doing all of like <laughs> they're just doing all this weird shit. Yeah. All the time. What? Do- yeah. Like you said, sixteen-year-olds. They're meant to be sixteen-year-olds, but they're shagging like every day. Sixteen-year-olds <laughs> in real life are playing Minecraft and Fortnite. <laughs> I'm not working at McDonald's. So I don't rude. know what you mean. They're not. They're not boning. <laughs> You've got like Riverdale that are doing all of this, and then there's like actual like sixteen-year-olds like play Minecraft. I know, like, I'm pretty sure when I was 16, I was... What was I doing when I was 16? I played Minecraft. I was having fun playing Minecraft. I was only watching Marvel and, like, just being a legend, basically. But, yeah, like, yeah, I wasn't doing any of that in Riverdale. I know, like, it's every day. Like, I swear <laughs> to God. And, oh, uh, like, no, 16-year-olds, go. Watch Netflix, not weird. Exactly. So I'm playing and games. And don't even get me started on Be- Betty and that stupid wig. <laughs> oh my god, they were doing it non-stop. <laughs> oh, you're, de- you're sad. Come on then, come to my house. We can have a lovely time in the shower. You're hungry? <laughs> Here you go. Here's some sausage. And <laughs> you're still hungry afterwards. It's like, oh dear. Hey, have some pizza. I'll slap it on your head. <laughs> And it's so annoying. Right. Oh my god. I want to know who and the Mothman are. Not how many times you can shag in a week. (laughs) No. Really pisses me off. Oh my god. And Game of Thrones is the same, but that's the audience is different for that. Yeah. Exactly. to God. Oh, I'm really annoyed with uh, Riverdale. It really annoys me. I know. It's a shame, really. Anyway, shall we talk about um, better shows now? Because yeah, Riverdale yeah. is enough of our time. Oh my god! It, oh, I feel really bad because I know like my family and your family and our friends are going to be watching this, and yeah. they're going to just hear me saying all this stuff, <laughs> swearing. Yeah, I don't mean to. I'm, I'm much more <laughs> polite, but I'm frustrated with Riverdale and Game of Thrones. I know. I think we're all frustrated with Game of Thrones. Yeah. Riverdale, we've just given up hope at this point. I, I think I'll get, like, you know, a side pass because um, cause Game of Thrones at the end. Everyone feels the exact same about yeah. Game of Thrones. But Riverdale. Because I know a lot of people haven't watched it, like a lot of adults. But Riverdale is just something different. Yeah, you'd, you'd understand if you'd seen it. But, it's like yeah. it's a boil grew on your leg. You don't want it there. It's just there. You they try and pick at it, but it won't go. Basically, River Riverdale's the um, embodiment of. I'm trying to think of, like, a Game of Thrones character that's like really horrible. Joffrey. Yeah, yeah. The bolting guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what Riverdale's like. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, it's okay for a bit. I'll be nice. Yeah. Never mind. I just lied to you. Wah. Yeah, let's talk about um, some better shows now. Yeah, definitely. So, me and Shannon thought it would be a really good idea to, because we were having this conversation planning it last night about like our favourite shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were shows that kind of have a theme of like mental health in them. 
So I thought it would be good to discuss some of our favourite shows that like have a good representation of mental health. Yeah. Um, I'll let you go first. So recently I've been watching this thing called Atypical and it's about a little boy. He's not little, but he's a boy, right? And he's probably about our age, but um, he's called Sam and he has autism. But I'm probably going to say ASD because it's just a bit easier. And that means autistic spectrum disorder. But in that, um, he goes from like lots of different transitions. And for me, it's quite personal because like with my brothers, they have autism. And obviously, it my brothers are different. Like with autism, everybody's different. It's like, you know, like a personality. Like you might yeah. have someone who's really funny. And someone who may be really shy. It's kind of like that. That's how I see it. Yeah. And Sam in the show is very... I, I kind of relate to him. He's like, right, I need a schedule, time management. And he worries yeah. things, like, don't go to plan. And I, I, I'm a lot like that. I don't have autism myself, but I can really relate to that. Yeah. And he goes through the transition of, um, like, going to college, like, in America, so uni. And for that, like for a lot of people with autism, that's like a really big step because um, it's a huge change and you're more independent. And um, it it's, it was really good. I, I've nearly finished it, but I don't want to finish it because it'll probably be another cliffhanger and then I'll be annoyed. But it's really good. And he has a, an older sister, no, a younger sister. You kind of act like the older sister. Um, and it, oh, it's just it's really really good and he goes on about penguins a lot and it's really really good I really recommend it Yeah. but Elsa is the mum she's a bit of a knob and the dad Doug <laughs> he's called Doug he's <laughs> very chill but um, Elsa isn't that good of a character and I, I don't want to spoil it because um, she does very crappy things, which you should not do in a marriage. All right. Yeah. I'll add it to my um my Netflix list and I'll see if we can get around to watching it. It's so I think it's like either twenty or forty minutes an episode. Okay. And like so much happens, but it kind of it really does. I like it because with Sam, it kind of shows like what autism kind of is because everyone just assumes it, and it sounds bad but a lot of people just assume like that like people with autism are like idiots and yeah it, it's it really sucks because like they're not i know my brothers I, I might be a bit biased but they're not idiots they're like they're dead clever i know my yeah. older brother he's really really good like with making he made a duct tape um wallet when he was like seven, he made a proper wallet out of duct tape. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> it was. It, it smelled really bad because it was duct tape, but it was really, really good. Yeah. And he's really good with computers. And my younger brother, he's really good at cooking. He he just loves to cook. Yeah. And um, ah, uh, but with the show, it kind of shows like the meltdowns, like with autism and stuff. Right. And I can relate to that a lot because um. My brothers would do it a lot when they were younger. Like, we'd go to a car boot. One of them would be on the floor. Right. Or, um, like, you know, with, like, you know, light-ups in your, your town centre because it'll be very loud. It yeah. kind of shows, like, the sensory overloads um, people have with autism. Like, I don't have autism, but like, I've experienced it before. You know, like, if you go somewhere and it's, like, really loud and yeah. then it smells really bad. Yeah. And then... Um, I feel like people without autism then would have it as well, like you know sensory overload. But it, I don't yeah. know. It's really it's a really good show, and um, and then like there's like relationship stuff which happened in it as well. And um, yeah, he gets a girlfriend which oh. is like really good in it, and uh, he gets to go to a school dance and like. A lot of people with autism can't go to like school dances because um of how loud it is. Right. But what they did, they did a silent dance 
So um, it sounds weird, but you have to put headphones on and you oh, can hear yeah. the music. So he could join in. And I really like that because um, th- there's not a lot of that really accommodation for people with additional needs. Yeah. But it shows like how um, he co- overcomes the challenges and stresses. And oh, he, he got a job as well. He had a job for like years. And a lot of people, it, like the unemployment rate for um, people with autism is like nearly, nearly a hundred percent. It's about eighty percent, right, worldwide. So, people with autism, like a lot of them, don't go into jobs because like of how difficult it can be because of all the noise and then the need people and the changes. Okay. But, but it's really good. I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. I'll give it a watch because I think TV shows like nowadays, like everyone's either on Netflix or like Prime, Disney yeah. Plus, like there's so many streaming services. I think TV shows are a really good way for people to get informed and, you know, like to learn new things and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. Yeah. You need to go on that, your TV show. Uh, oh, my God. Go on, go on, go on. So, um, I was talking to Shannon last night and I was like, I don't think I can just pick just one um, <laughs> because I picked two. Um, so the first one is Afterlife that's also on Netflix. Um, it's basically created by Ricky Gervais who uh, did The Office and he did Derek and he's done... What else has he done? He's done, he's done a bunch, bunch of stuff. He's a comedian and he's honestly one of the funniest people ever. Um, but the show Afterlife, um, it's basically about his wife that passed away from cancer. Mm. And it's like him trying to deal um, with like, you know, trying to like live life without her and he's really struggling. Um, and like it is a very, um, I think it can be a very triggering program because like, I'm trying to think of the way to, like, word stuff, but basically he is, like, suicidal and is, like, trying to cope with these, um, like, emotions and trying to, like, struggle, like, trying to find his, his place in the world without his wife. Yeah. Um, but it's a really good show because it kind of, like, he he's, like, lashing out at the world and the first season is brilliant because... It basically goes from him, like, saying, like, he doesn't care, um, like, what he does to anyone because he can always just kill himself. Um, and it, is, it is a very dark, dark show. Um, but it's good because it kind, it kind of learns and, like, like, it's one of them that you'll have to watch it because it's really hard to explain without, like, getting into too much detail. Yeah. Um. But he basically kind of learns and he meets people along the way and he kind of realises, like, the way he was looking at life um, was, like, um, I'm just guttering. Um, like, the way he was looking at life wasn't, like, a good way. Um, and he yeah. kind of, like, changes it and, like, he learns that um, at the end of the day, people are, like are all we've got and like to support each other and stuff like that and there's it, but it's also a really funny show as well like cause it's like a dark comedy and oh my god it's so good um but yeah it's just like how he deals with his grief that I really <laughs> like um because like a lot of people deal with grief in completely different ways than what I did than like people in my family and stuff like that and it is it is a really good show I recommend it it's very very sad um but yeah it's such a brilliant show yeah am I gonna cry watching it oh yeah I oh I've I've rewatched it about 10 times and I've cried every single time I've rewatched it because it's that sad but the the second season um he be, like he just like talks about how much he loves his wife. Yeah. And um she leaves she did like these 
video messages for him uh, when she was in hospital and like he rewatches them and he rewatches like old like home videos and stuff like that and it's just stuff like that and like he Aww. talks about like how much he loves his wife and oh it just proper like pulls on your heartstrings it's such a it's such a brilliant show it really is um yeah highly recommend afterlife and my second show that I thought I'd talk about because it deserves to be mentioned because it's that amazing is of course drumroll please WandaVision Disney Plus Marvel starring Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany oh my god I can't even put into words how much I love this show can I ask you something go on how do you remember all the actors' names? I I can even I barely remember what they're called in like shows. <laughs> oh my god. So funny you should ask. Um oh I mean, it's not really that funny. Basically, when you're not in college and you're not working at the moment because it's really hard to find a job and stuff like that. No, I'm joking, it's got nothing to do with that. Um I just have one of these minds that retain all this information and because like movies and TV shows are like my favourite thing like on earth just to like sit and watch. <laughs> I just know all of this stuff like yeah it's great. I could probably like the amount of actors that I can just list off the top of my head is astonishing. Um, I, wait let me do one. It's Chris Hemsworth one. Yes. Right, that's him. Um, um, Wait, are we on about Marvel actors? Uh, oh my god. Ooh. Tom Holland. Yes. Right. Uh, who else is there? Probably about it. That's all I know. Oh, there's, there's so many. Um, you know, you've got the king himself, Robert Downey Jr. Um, oh, yeah. Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackey because it's the season finale of Falcon the Winter Soldier today. I'm very excited. Oh, oh my god, it is! Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I'm not going to list all the actors I know because we'll be here till the end of time. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, WandaVision. Um, so, following the events of Endgame, it's a week after the events of Endgame happened, actually. That's what you end up finding out. Um, it's basic. It's a really clever show um, because you obviously don't know, like, Wanda Maximoff's backstory. Um, well, especially, like, from Endgame in Infinity War. Um, like, she lost all of her family pre- before them anyway, and then she ended up losing Vision, who was, like, the only other person like she'd ever connected to um yeah and it's 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 brilliantly written because basically it's called wonder vision and it's basically well the amount of times i just said basically in that sense <laughs> uh, it's um she's like reliving all of these sitcoms well, i said that really strange then <laughs> um but it's her um the show basically goes through the five stages of grief, and it's they do it in a really clever way. So the first two episodes are sitcoms from the 60s, and I think they're like the Dick Van Dyke show, and I think it's called I Love Lucy as well. But yeah. you end up finding out all of these, each episode is a different um, show throughout throughout like any the decades yeah um so it's like 60s 70s 80s 90s um noughties and 2010s mm-hmm. um and it's a re- it's a really clever because like the first two episodes are her just in complete denial and you don't really notice any they're not very like story orientated yet because like you don't know what's going on but the more you go, like, there's just more, like, hints and stuff like that. And you basically realise that she's kept this entire town called Westview. Um, um, got them, like, 
Well, it's like pretty much you held the entire town hostage, and it proper goes into like her powers and stuff like that. But yeah. Episode? Oh, episode is it? I think it's. I think it's episode seven, and it's so sad because she basically after she like she finds vision and stuff like that she goes to you basically find out the town in westview it's a real like place um in the show and she basically basically ends up find out that vision bought her a plot um a plot of land where they were going to build a house and like grow old together oh the events of infinity war and um like she gets this like bit of land and then she reads the note and it and it's literally the uh, the blueprint of the plot and it's uh, it's like vision wrote a little note and it's like to grow old in v and like a little heart and she just completely breaks down and she screams and she basically it goes back to the first episode and how she created it and she basically her powers are that strong that she basically brings vision back and oh. like she has like she basically loses her mind and she creates like this whole life and she has like two fake kids and it's like her trying to bloody to cope with her grief. Yeah. And it's such a brilliantly written show. And oh yeah, it's just it's so so good. And then there's all the actual storyline to go with it as well that's like leading to the uh what is it? Uh Doctor Strange to multi um multiverse in madness which is going to be brilliant when that comes out next year <laughs> but yeah oh, I, I really want to watch it now i'm gonna so, watch it when it's i such a good show i oh my god it's so 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 good <laughs> definitely watch it it sounds really good totally yeah <laughs> it went really quiet I but know. I was like, what I think we've pretty much come up to time um, yeah. we've been talking for an hour um, unless there's anything else you want to say um, no like, round it off or anything um, no I think it's pretty good I hope everyone liked the wonderful reviews of yeah the some other terrible shows but a lot of the good ones as well yeah and like you can pretty much all all the shows are on netflix as well i realized yeah um, but even like, one division oh no oh yeah sorry not one division <laughs> oh disney plus um one division's on but oh. atypical riverdale irregulars and afterlife they're all on netflix i recommend you go you go add them to your watch list and not Riverdale. Them. Well, not Riverdale. Watch Riverdale if you want a laugh. So basically yeah. watch I recommend watching like Afterlife and Irregulars. Yeah. And watch Riverdale because you're gonna need a laugh. I don't know yeah. how sad atypical is, but uh, it's um some bits are sad, but it's not too sad. It's quite um it's quite funny. Yeah, so watch them three shows, and then if you feel like you need to laugh, I recommend the Riverdale musical uh, episodes. Yeah. Oh, God, the Kerry one. Ah, uh, the Heather's one. Oh, shut up, Heather. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... There's something, a different type of breed, just something not on this world. Oh, totally, definitely. <laughs> We need to find out who makes those musical episodes and tell them. Sorry, mate. <laughs> please stop. Yeah, please. But yeah, um, it's pretty. So I really hope you all enjoyed this episode. This is by far got to be. I mean, no one's only done like two, but this <laughs> episode has possibly been my favourite. Yeah, I think it's a bit more structured this time. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the reviews. I'm sorry about um, the traumatising fairy story. <laughs> I was traumatised. Oh. People need to know it. Wow, and I, pra- I got through... Wait, did I? I was going to say I got through this um, podcast without making any Marvel references, and then I did. <laughs> Do a Marvel reference, so... You said it in a Game of Thrones reference. Ah, oh, yeah. 
I know. Yeah. So many, so many references. I know. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, we're not sure when the next podcast will be, but we will let you know. Um, have a good day. Thank you for listening. Uh, we shall be back with episode three. Soon. Very soon. Very soon, yes. Goodbye. Everyone. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Woo.